Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Rudi. Today is September 15th. The time is about 11.30. MRD and PC has been conducting Zoom or conference call past 10 years. If you have any question, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know in the chat, okay, to everyone, not to me, please, because there are other assist- who are assisting me, okay? Please let us know that you are a newcomer and put your camera on if you're a newcomer. Sandhya? Sandhya. Hi, Rahul. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hey, Rahul. Yes, ma'am. Uh, thank you for this opportunity for, um, you know, giving me a chance to ask you a question. So my question is, uh, I am the principal applicant on H1B and my husband is on H4. Uh, I have applied mm-hmm. GC and I've got advanced parole. Uh, however, we haven't applied uh, GC for my husband. So my question is, uh, if I uh, he is currently in India and I am planning to go to India. In case I go, can I travel back with AP while my husband is still on uh, you know H four visa because H four is primarily dependent on H one, right? So if I use AP, what will happen to my husband's status and can he travel with H four? Well, let me understand why why you did not bring him back though. I mean, why is it he did not he file the four eight five? Yeah, we had, he had some, uh, you know, emergency situation to travel back to India because his fa- father was sick. But did he file the 485 or he didn't file the 485? We did not file the 485 for him. Oh, come on. And what is your priority date? My priority date is October 2014. Can you bring him back here this week and file the 485, ma'am? But it is AB3, so I think it is still not current, right? I can't file oh, uh, if he comes back. Right. Golly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you're fine, ma'am. You can you can go and come back. You can still come back in advance parole. They're telling that, and if you um, if you want to clear the air, right now they are telling that when you come back in advance parole, they will extend the H1B though. So one thing you can do is when you come back here into the United States, go to Mexico mm-hmm. and come back on H1B. Oh, okay. Or uh, the other option is I can uh, file the H1 extension again, amendment, right? Or you can file the H1B extension. You can do that. But you can, when is your H1B expiring? I have till 2024 December. I'll just go to Mexico and come back now. That'll be easier for you. Okay? okay. Yeah. Because and, um, th- 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 sure. there will not be any doubt that you are on H1B when you go to Mexico and come back. And you know the automatic revalidation is right. I don't have to explain you, is it right? Oh, I'm not sure. If you have an article, if you could post, I, I'll, uh, you know. Uh, yes. 
my team is going to put you the automatic revalidation video. It's a 10 minute video. I, I want you to watch it. Okay. Next sure, person. Sure. Yeah. now. Abhinav? Hi, thank you. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Hi, my question is, um, I have to go for my H1B stamping and this is my, this is going to be my first stamping. Uh, but um, right now I am uh, going through an H1B transfer as well. And I'm planning to go somewhere in, you know, whenever I get the next opportunity for the stamping. But my question is, if my H1B transfer, for some reason I get an RFE or, you know, some, some issue comes up, um, when I there for my I'm getting some distance. Go ahead, go ahead, sir. Uh, when I'm when I'm there for my appointment and for some reason my H1B transfer has some RFE or something, can I stop that process? Wait, 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 wait. While the transfer is pending, you're going to go for stamping. Uh, that is my question. Is that okay to go for my stamping if I have booked but an appointment? Would you, when you come back, would you be working for French company? Um, if the transfer goes on company, you are working with company A. You file mm -hmm. the transfer application with company B, mm -hmm. and the transfer application is still pending. When you come back, will you work for company A or will you work for company B? Uh, that is my question. Can I? If there is some pending stuff there, can I ask? No, I would. I would rather want you to get the premium processing approved than go for stamping. Okay, so I should not go for stamping unless I am clearly with company A or company B. That's right. You need to tell which company you are. If you can't tell, you go to the consulate. They will put a question mark, and you don't want that one. Okay. So, if I on my DS one sixty can provide my employer details. Um, which will be my employer details at that time. Um, let's say my H1B transfer is stalled for some reason and I give my H1, uh, employer details as company A, that should be okay, right, sir? But you're going with company A, you're going to be working with company A or you're going to be working with company B? Uh, company A. When you come back also, you're going to go work company A? Yes, then we will uh, resume the transfer process. What do you mean resume, after you come back? Yes, is, is, that's, no, that's my question. Don't, let me tell you one thing, sir. Don't confuse the consulate. Okay. Period. Okay? Okay. Don't confuse okay. the consulate. You either go with company A or company B. Don't confuse the consulate. Next okay. person, please. Not a Thank good you. idea while the transfer is pending to go to the consulate. You get, Thank you. We, you confuse them, they will put a hold on. And you don't want that. Next person, please. Gopal? Hi Rahul, uh, yeah, I got my uh, H1B approval notice uh, this year. Uh, in the notice, the consulate office is mentioned as Hyderabad, but I'm currently residing in Netherlands. I would uh, like to apply from my visa in Netherlands and my dependence visa H4 dependence in Hyderabad. Uh, will that cause any issue, or is it possible? Or can I do that? You live. You are living in Netherlands right now. You're not visiting the Netherlands. No, I'm not. You can go to the Netherlands. Even, even though your consulate says Hyderabad, you can go to Netherlands consulate. Oh, okay. And my family is back in uh, Hyderabad and they can go to the consulate in Hyderabad for H1 dependence. After you get the H1B stamping, yes. They okay. can. And that, that doesn't cause any issues in the future, like queries or uh, none. In none, none, none. None. 
Okay. You're good. Next person. Okay. Thank you. Pratyusha. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Thank you for the chance. So my perm is filed in April of uh, 2022 and I'm completing my H1B six years in December 2022. I'm yet to get my approval. So um, if I have to uh, try, raise a change of status for H4, what would, would be the options like, you know, uh, if, if I file it now, um, so what are the options I'm like, should I have to leave the country well, and come back? Whoa, 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 wait. You're in H1B, you're married, your husband yeah. is in H1B, you want to move to H4, when is your H1B expiring? Uh, December 15, uh, 2022. December 15, 2022. File an online change of status application to H4 before December 15. Or you can seek our help to file it. And after December 15th, once you file, before December 15th, if you file a change of status, okay, you can stay in this country. You don't have to leave the country. Uh, but I'll not be, uh, till I get the approval, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll not be eligible to work, right? Once the moment I file uh, H4 change of status. No, ma'am. No, you can, you can continue working until the H4 is approved, which is not going to be approved by December 15th or December 15th. Even if my H1 is expired, I can still continue working on my H4. You said your December, you, you said, you said your H1B is expiring in December 15th. Is that right? Correct. Correct. I said you can work until the H4 is approved or December 15th, whichever is earlier. Okay. Okay. And uh, so for example, I'm let's say for example, you file in September. Okay. Okay. And if your H4 gets approved in December 1st, okay, you have to stop working. Okay. But if it gets approved in February, which normally it happens, you can continue until December 15th. Okay. Uh, okay. What if uh, during my uh, transition, H4 is pending, right? What if my perm is approved? Can I go back to my H1 and file an extension? It depends on whether it gets approved before December 15th or after December 15th. After December 15th. If it is... What if if it is after December 15th, you can apply for a change of status from H4 to H1. They may grant a change of status for you. They may not grant a change of status saying that your H4 is still paid. If that's a case though, okay, if that's a case that they don't grant the change of status, then you will have to go outside the country to get the stamping and come back. Okay, okay. And is, is Canada in any other option, alternate option that I can I can pursue? Yes, you can. Next person, please. Only two questions, please. Next, okay, next person, you. please. Praveen. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know and put your camera on if you're a newcomer. Praveen. Uh, hi. Hi, Rahul. Hello. Good. Sandeep, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Question is like, uh, I have my uh, green card visa interview on September 29th and prob my dates are not current. So probably I, I think I'll not get a green card. So question is, can I look for any full-time positions after my green card interview? Why not? I would. Okay. And, and one more thing like, uh, so do, I mean, can we at conference the attorneys on these calls, interview calls, or just they need to be in person? It's better to be in person though, because we try to do conference call because we have to read the body language. 
lot of different things. I feel that personal, practically we don't do anything, but we observe the body language, we see what it is, we interfere when we need to interfere. Though. Uh, but if it's a just, you, it's better, you can have a mock interview done, that's better. You can get it done by me or you can get it done by Vanita in our office. Okay. But okay. I don't personally think so that if phone will be like, we're just like not doing anything there. We can't see anything there. Okay. Yeah, because, because my attorney is from Texas oh, and my interview is in Fairfax, Virginia. That's up to you. Get a mock interview done by your lawyer. That's better. Okay. 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 Thank you. N next person, please. Girish. Hey Rahul, thanks for this opportunity. So I had my uh, my priority date in EB2 is August 2014. I had my 485 approved on August 20th, but in a day or two, it, the status got changed to reopened for reconsideration. Then it got re-approved again. Then it got reopened again. I received mm -hmm. both the approval notices as well as reopened notices. But the reopen notice doesn't have any particular information. It's it's just like a template reopen notice where it says okay. If you want more information, we'll come back to you. Right now, my status says reopened and I try to reach out to USCIS support and I don't seem to be getting any other information other than the status that I see on the USCIS website. What file, a freedom of file, file a freedom of information though. F-O-I-A USCIS. Okay. 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 And then okay. see what's in there and have a consultation with the lawyer. Once you get the documents, we may be able to see something, but file it, it will take about three to six weeks for you to get the documents from them. Okay. okay. And does it mean a visa number is allocated because it got approved and then reopened? There, is a, there is a chance. There is a chance for it. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> guys, if you have any questions, post it in the chat, guys. I will try to answer in the last five minutes. I'll try to answer because I can answer more questions if you post it, but try to be in two lines, not don't put like 10 sentences in there. I, I normally don't answer 10 sentences. Next person, please. Sunil. Um, hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you. Um, my priority date is February, 2013. Downgrade was filed as an amendment in November, 2020. Interfile was filed and I also already got 485J. I-140 is still pending. Um, uh, and we got RFE last month for ability to pay. My employer responded yesterday. Now my question is last month I traveled on and used advanced payroll. I-140 was already pending. So I came back. So I'm thinking I can file fresh uh, 485 in EB2 this month because I have two weeks. So do I need to come on H1 or I can file yeah, it? If you, if, you plan to if you plan to refile though, I want you to go outside the country and come back to Mexico. Okay. 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 In that way, you'll be safe. We don't know if it works, if it doesn't work. But if you go to Mexico and come back, you can. Your lawyer, whoever your lawyer is, I mean, that guy is doing everything wrong. Everything wrong. You know, do you speak? I mean, no, I'm from uh, the... North India. Uh, but I mean, I understand. That guy's just doing, you should not have filed the 485J supplement until you get an I-140 approved. You ended up in a mistake. I-140 mean, I-140, so that was my second question. If my I-140 denies, let's say tomorrow or let's say next month. 
so i will be out of status i should be leaving country or i can I stay don't. here I, i i don't know i don't know about it that's the reason i want you to go to india go to mexico and come back to clear up the air he is doing everything wrong he filed an amendment which is not supposed to he filed a 48 pages supplement without the ivan party getting approved i don't know they need to fire this lawyer next person please thank you deepthi um hi 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 mr rahul uh, this is deepthi yeah, my question is uh, pretty straightforward it's on my data data birth certificate so uh, my priority date is 2000 12 january so i am current in both the eb2 and eb3 and i filed file concurrently between eb3 and also eb2 so it's all going on so currently my uh, date of birth i have um an affidavits and uh, you know um it doesn't have a name What? on on my date so of date birth so date of birth is correct date of birth correct. is correct but your name is not there on the birth certificate which state you are born in ma'am uh in india uh, ap andhra pradesh you can go so, and check with them they'll they you provide them with the aadhar card pan card election card ration card they will change the name and the date of birth certificate ma'am you can do that okay uh, and so you right. can also provide if there is an uh, i normally will provide two affidavits if the name is not there and if they ask any more questions then i will provide them aadhar card pan card ration card election card school records i'll provide yeah those are all done uh so i have a affidavit and i filed it with affidavit on eb2 and i think that okay. was the reason we process it maybe it went back from the field officer twice so i suspect that was the reason i mean i didn't get any letter or anything but for the eb3 right now they asked for medicals and my uh, question is do i can i go back and get a original and then um wait, you know, wait. It? They, they only asked for the rfe for medicals right now yes only from only you from get, you get all the documents only respond to the rfp don't submit okay. anything for the birth nothing will confuse them yeah it will confuse them okay okay Sorry. thank you next person please sandeep sandeep hi uh hi rahul mm-hmm. yeah right. so uh it's uh, similar to the question that previously uh i think deepthi asked uh, basically uh, my medical uh, i got eb3 medicals and i mean uh, my date is current right now um and my date of birth is uh, it it doesn't have any name on it so should i submit the uh if they don't ask an rfp don't submit anything right now okay they'll get confused so, what is this okay. let me issue an rfp for this you don't want that okay they already checked all the things ticked everything oh, medical is not there boom i issued an rfp now you're opening another ground by issuing another document just give them what it is okay all right thanks you don't want to confuse them i want you to watch this video that's a very nice video i'll send a link to you okay <clears throat> okay Vijay Hi Rahul sir um uh, my case is a typical downgrade upgrade and all that so i filed i 485j i have a receipt so my file is with the uh, texas service center but my dependents it moved to uh, it says adjudication 
office, move to field office or education. So my question is, if I want to move to a new job, does it count that uh, uh, 180 days for the I-485J or the underlying I-485? For you to get the green card through EB3, it is from the time you file the I-485, okay? Okay. Um, um, for uh, uh, but for the EB two though, if you move within one hundred and eighty days, we don't okay. know. We don't know if we don't know if uh, we don't know if they will count the one hundred and eighty days or not. We don't know yet. I will give you a twenty percent risk if you move within one hundred and eighty days after you file the I four eight five J that you may be stuck in EB three. I see. I see. Twenty percent chance. Okay. You take the chance. It's up to okay. you. Okay. Uh, in you. case you know I moved with a different company and the company is not providing any you know uh, document for re transferring another I four eight five J. When you move to a different company, I don't want you to file I-485J immediately. The reason is just because you're eating a meat, you don't have to carry the bones with you. Okay? Why do you have to tell the USCIS you change the J within six months? You're under no obligation okay. to tell. And watch that video though. I gave it. It's a very funny video, the YouTube video. Okay? okay. Don't <laughs> confuse them. Okay? They get freely okay. confused. If you watch the video, <laughs> it's really funny. Thank you, sir. Okay. Next, uh, next person, please. And this will be the last person, guys. And I will take questions. Uh, I'll take the questions from the chat. And if you're a newcomer, let us know in the chat too. Yes, Sri? last person today. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, yeah, um, my priority date is uh, July uh, 2013. So I filed EB3 485 last November along with EAD. I did not file AP because I have a stamping. So EB3 got retrogressed. Then I refiled EB2 in May this year. Now, uh, yesterday my status got updated saying that my EB3 485 is closed with the message that uh, benefits have been uh, received by other means. And EB2 uh, status shows case remain pending. I found that uh, some of my colleagues also received similar kind of status. I did not receive my AD. I don't know what do you mean by benefits received by other means. Is it for the EAD or is it for the 485 that mentioned? It's, it's for EB3 485. EB3 485. EAD status did not uh, change anything. I don't know why, uh, even if it's a duplicate, but why EB3 is closed, why not EB2? And uh, I don't think the visa number is assigned uh, because it says CRP, right? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a very, normally that happens when you get the green card in EB2. But uh, EB2 case remain pending. It should have shown approved, right? That I see. Approved, yeah. That's really confusing though. That's really confusing. Um, let's see if this becomes a little bit trend. We'll try to, I'll try to address this on Tuesday, okay? Let me speak yeah, sure. to on it and then we'll try to address that. Yeah, sure. Another thing is uh, when I filed EB3, I filed EAD also. But with EB2, my attorney said no need of filing EAD once again because you already filed EAD with EB3. Now EB3 is know. closed. Will my EAD yeah, is also closed? Know. I, that's very surprising, though. I don't know why you did not file the EAD. You should have filed the EAD. I don't know why you did not file the advance parole either. I have a visa stamping, H1 stamping. That's why. 
Yeah, but why would you not file it? It's free. Oh, oh no, no, actually, after filing eBakery, I went to India. So uh, if I if I leave US, I think AP becomes invalid, right? That's the reason. I got, yeah, I got it. Okay. One second. I will make a note of that. I will try to address it. You may want okay. to have a consultation. Okay. Okay. Because everything looks very odd. And you may want to file a FOIA, Freedom of Information, with USCIS okay. to try to see what's going on on your file. Yeah. Okay. And I'll give you the link for the FOIA. I told one other yeah. person also to, also to file it. Okay. It's it's very strange. Everything went to NBC, NBC on in May. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, it went to field yeah, office I, and came back to NBC in stuff. I don't know why field office did not approve watching the case. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you may want to make an appointment though. That looks very strange. Um, let me look into the questions that are getting asked. Uh, while I'm an H1B, what is the maximum duration of continuous time one can get going outside the US uh, for stamping? So you want to stay outside the country. If it is more than three months, you need to check with a lawyer. If it's less than three months, you're good. Um, I'm currently an F1, Praneet Bhujja. Um, H1B starts on October 1st, got laid off. Yeah, file a transfer with company B though. But if you can request company A not to withdraw it until October 2nd, that will be very good. If they withdraw it before October 1st, it may have a lot of negative consequences for you. Uh, no, no movement from Texas, guys. No movement from Texas. Uh, no movement from Texas. H1B gets completed on December 22nd, December 2020. Can I apply for Canadian work permit process? You can. Nothing wrong with it. Uh, Rahul, if, if they say this case remain pending, there is nothing can be done right now. We just have to wait right now because uh, unfortunately the priority dates have moved back. So they won't give the green card to you, Rahul. Entered US in March 2005. Uh, 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 filed uh, 485 May 2020. Prior date, prior date is November 2018. I got visa till 2024, but I need to go there. Uh, passport expired. I got the passport. Do I need to get an I-94 renewed by entering US to Kenya or can I stay on it? Uh, I-94 is expiring in January of 2023. So if you want your, uh, if you want your, uh, you cannot continue working after January 2023 unless you get an EAD. So you may want to actually step outside the country and come back in so that your I-94 is extended until August 2020, August 2024. Uh, uh, otherwise, you can extend the, you can extend your visa. Th there are two options. I would just go to Mexico and come back to extend the I-94. I've applied for H4 extension EAD for my wife. Uh, her H4 extension got denied due to out of US travel for stamping till. Uh, will the H4 EAD get approved? Yeah, H4 EAD will still get approved. Because uh, H4 EAD will still get approved because she already got the benefit. That's the reason why they denied the H4. It's not because of her travel that got denied. It's because the, she already got the H4 approval. She didn't need one more H1 approval, H4 approval. Can the EB3 CSP locked age is also valid to refile I-485 EB2? No. EB3 is different. EB2 is different. Yes, you can, you can refile and lock it if the priority date is current today. Uh, you can lock it. If, if the CSPA, 
is still locked in EB2 as of today. You can file it and lock it in EB2. But EB3 cannot be used to lock it in EB2, guys. Each thing is separate. We go with the I-140. Uh, did not apply for TUB. GC received in a wrong category. Do we need to correction? No, sir. I don't do anything. I, 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 if I were you, I would not do anything. I, I'm not expecting any problem for you in the citizenship. And if any lawyer is telling, don't hire that lawyer. My, my request to you is shut up and do nothing. Uh, I-9, I-9 is activated two weeks after I entered USA. Uh, drug test, does it cause any issue later? No, sir. It will not cause any problem for you later. Okay. Uh, give me one second, guys. Uh, does it EB recalculation does not help? It's Kumari, maybe, maybe, yeah, you have to calculate EB2 separately and EB3 separately. EB3, you're telling they're locked. Are they locked in EB2 if you file today? Because you have to meet more requirement. I-140 must be approved. I-485 must be filed. Child must be under 21 CSPAH. And uh, final action date must be correct. So EB2, no. Then don't file in EB2. Do not file in EB2. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, don't file in EB2 then. Because they may give you the green card and not give the green card for the kid. That's not what you want. Stay in EB3 for a long period of time if needed. Uh, six years complete, applied for Canada, travel there and work during the time. Perm gets approved. Can I file a H1B extension based on perm approval while I'm in Canada? Yes, Pratisha, you can. You can file it while you're in India. Uh, if my priority date is getting current in EB3 straight, how long it will take for the GC to get processed? Can my case still show fingerprints applied for the past 14 years? If the EB3 gets straight up, I mean, if the, if the EB3 priority date becomes current for you, uh, it may take one month or it may take one year. We never know that. Though. But I can tell you one thing, once it cross processing time, which is two years though, then there are methods you can sue the USCIS to get your green card approved. Um, Pavan, my green card is approved and said, I have, I have a travel booked on September end. Can I use AP to re-enter USA if I don't get the card before I leave? Yeah, you can, absolutely. I don't see any problem, Pavan. I don't see any problem. You will get it, but if you don't, you can. Can I send back my daughter to US with AP as an Unattended minor, yes, you can. But make sure that there are documents from, uh, from you and your husband that the kid is allowed to travel. Normally a letter accompanying that, that the kid is traveling, both dad and mom give the permission. If you have that letter, even though your daughter is coming alone with some other person, that's fine as long as there is a letter accompanying from dad and mom. Any predictions for June 2013 EB3? Oh, let's go to the parrot guy in India. Let's check with him. He's a better predictor than I am.
Not exactly though. For emergency travel purposes, advance parole is still valid. Only for emergency travel purposes. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference will be tomorrow at, uh, uh, at uh, uh, 3.30 p.m. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.